Yeah, anyway, uh, here's Wonderwall. Yeah, Ripper Terror. Alright, mate, you're right. I've had a bloody guff. The Big Stiff Podcast. You guys obviously have done your homework, which is really, really important. I've enjoyed this totally. And hopefully you'll go on the bigger and bigger and better things because you're a pair of great guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Stiff Podcast. Roscoe, how you going, brother? How you going, Cobber? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? You going, mate? Not too good. My voice, as you can hear, Saturday night, big party you know, up in Brisbane, no no lockdowns anymore. Talking like 12, 12 a.m., the punch has been spiked by yours truly. I, I grabbed the set list, put Johnny Farnham on, you're the voice, and he did it to me. He like he, That's the song that, you know, the where he goes, whoa, 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 and everyone's <laughs> screaming. That yeah. did my voice, yeah. so I've lost it. So you're saying they could not fucking stop you? They can't. They can't. <laughs> well, mate, the NRL roast. Dino, how you going, brother? Going well? I've got my voice, so I'm, re- I'm ready to talk. Yes. Um, going real good, boys. Thanks. Uh, it's thanks a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, 100%. You know, something something different. Um, we had the rugby league guru on uh, last week, which he was, he was unreal um, and had some really good takes. But let's fucking get into it. So I've got to take you, Latrell Mitchell. I think this will be his biggest season yet coming up. I think he's going to be a contender for the Dally M. Uh, I know Turbo's uh, obviously a freak, but I think it's Latrell's time to stand up now. He missed so many weeks last year. I think he'll be feeling pretty down about the uh, the grand final, um, which he could have made a big difference in. Um, and, yeah, I think he's going to have a massive year. Roscoe, let's get your take on that first. What do you think? Nah, cool bullshit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I I like him as a player when he's hot, when he's cold. He just goes missing. He gets lazy. He doesn't get his hands on the ball. I don't know, mate. Like, I feel like that Reynolds gone, Gagai gone, that left-hand side just been – it's been, like, ripped apart now. So, mm. I don't know. I, I just I hope for South fans that it's true, but – I'm going to be the skeptic among us. Mm. Dina, what do you think? I'll agree with you. I think he is in for a big year. I think he'll start slow. I think, you know, that, that time off, he, he will want to make up for that. And, and missing that grand final will be, you know, a big point for his season. He'll, he'll be coming out to try and make a point. But I, I think he'll start slow. And I think the critics will come out for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, he's shown that he can overcome that. And he was one of the best fullbacks in the league before, um, year before when he went out. And even last year when he when he finished up, so I think yeah he's in for a big year. Don't know about Dalian, but I, I know uh, it just depends on with you know Reynolds now gone. Yeah, um, Cody Walker's still there, and you're right about the left side. So I, I think he's in for a big year. Um, I think uh, we'll see probably the best of him. I agree with that. Do you do you think? I know this is maybe a little bit harsh on him, obviously because he's a very dynamic player. Do you think? He needs to lose five to ten kgs. If he lost five to ten kgs, he'd, 100%. he'd be he'd be fucking everywhere. Like he'd just be that much fitter. He'd be on the ball a lot more. Oh, I just think he'd be that much better, and he'd still be strong. Like, I think we could all, you know, probably not going to do the one to poke, poke at him. But look, 
every time he comes back, there's always this question about his weight. Um, mm. You see it all the time. And then, you know, like I said, he, t- he takes a few weeks and then he just gets into that rhythm and he and he's so explosive. So, you know, when it, when he was in Origin, um, he still yeah. looked like he was carrying a bit of yeah, a I was about to say. But he, he was, was well like, overweight in Origin and he ripped us apart. So Yeah. So, look, does he? I don't like until he, you know, has a has a yeah a real bad year and he's overweight. Then I I don't think it'll be. They shouldn't really be questioning it. Um, he's he's going to come back. He's going to have you know probably have a big off season, um, like, like we all do. But I, I I don't think it'll. I don't think he really needs to worry about. It. I think it's more that that's media speculation. Like you know, just they've got something to write about basically. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he does. I think he needs to keep that big frame and. And beat you know he he's a different he's a different fullback to to anyone else. Like you look at like Tommy Turner, he's he's skinny, he's so tall. Mm-hmm. I think you know Trell with his size, he can um, just be that big you know big game player. So I don't I, I wouldn't say so, mate. You've got control of the South Pack next year. Who are you putting in the halves to partner Walker? Um, I'd give Milford first go. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think you know he's he started showing real glimpses of, of what he was when he was um, at the end of Brisbane there. Uh, so I think him coming in, having having Walker there is going to help him. And I think you know just give him the first shot, give him. But they need to not just go you know two weeks in and if he's not performing, get rid of him, change it up. Because that like, didn't work at the Bronx, did it? No, nah, give him give him a couple of months. Just say you're you're going to be the fight. Like depending on you know how he goes in in preseason. I would go. Yep, you got two months. Go for it, and and basically, you know, just play footy. Run he's the ball. a quality player when he's on. Yeah. So yeah, I'd give him. I'd give him some time. Don't just give up on him. Like, he's you know, a massive confidence play. player. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's but, the thing. So if you say to him, you've got, you got, you know, even say the spot's yours. Just go for it. Um, play some footy. Lift that pressure off. Not go. Hey, you're competing for spots, and if you fuck up, you know, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know, give him and sort of give him that confidence to go. You've got two months. Let's let's go. So, do you have Blake Taff at fourteen? Uh, yeah, you got to have him in the side somewhere. Um, he showed what a you know young and up and up and comer. Mm. Um, over fourteen, like well, Benji Marshall. So Benji's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Taff can play anywhere in the spine. Yeah, um, and you know, bringing him on like with fifteen minutes to go in the. In the first half, and just watching, you know, dart in and in and around that ruck, mm-hmm. he's such a dynamic player. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely have him in the fourteen. He's got to be in the side somewhere. Yeah, hundred percent. He was he was phenomenal in that uh, prelim. He was unreal. Um, I think it was against Manly. He was he was sensational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one drop ball at the start, and then yep. him, he was fine. Yeah, and it's yep. you know. Um, I just don't think with if you put if you put him in the halves, then you if you go Milford at fourteen, I just I don't know. Like I, I think the other way would work better. I think the explosiveness of of Taft would be would be much better. So yeah, no, that's a good take. Now now let's look at the Tigers. Um, Jackson Hastings in the halves, obviously come back from the Super League, smoking it in the Super League as most Aussie players do. How do you think he'll go partnering? Brooks to start off with, and obviously Dewey's mm-hmm. probably going to come back and oh peachy, well yeah peachy yeah. I, I think yeah Hastings going to the way he's talking, you know he, he left the game yet like 
he even admits he, he had a big head. He, he thought he was yep. too big for his boots. And he's learnt, you know, over the past sort of four years, um, he's come back a totally different player. He's coming back more confident, more um, much better player, like more more advanced in his skills. So I think, you know, he's going to fire straight away. He's going to come out and be a leader. I think he's still only like twenty-five or something. Yeah, like yeah, it's young, young. So, but the way he's talking, he's going to be a leader. He's going to come out, and that's what I think the Tigers need. They need that leader, um, someone to take control of the team. Mm-hmm. And you know, if, if Brooks is still there at season at round one when the season kicks off, um, Jack O'Hosting, he's going to be he's going to help him out and lead him. You know, lead the whole team. So. So where does do, where do you think Dewey fits in there? Do you reckon he goes straight in that six role and Brooks seven when he comes back, and then possibly Hasto fourteen? That's yeah, because that's a tough one. yeah, Dewey's out until like midway through the season, I think. So yeah, um, as as good as Dewey was in the in the six when he was there, if you put Hastings there and Brooks and they're firing, you've got to have Adam Dewey in the side. You don't want to upset it. Yeah, you know, do you put him in center? Mm-hmm. Um, because he played there, you know, and him, you know, outside Jacko Hastings, then who knows what that could be as well. So, Jeez. I would, um, you know, I suppose just wait and see what, what's happening like round 10. Are they firing? Are they not? If they're not, you know, bring Adam Dewey back in the six. I don't know, mm-hmm. almost like bench, bench Brooks, whoever's playing, playing, yeah, well. I agree. The, the um, if the combination's not working, then you work it out, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Dewey seems to be like a victim of his own, like his own uh, form at centre. Like we all thought, oh shit, he's left five eight, he was killing it, and then he just brained it at centre. It's like, oh damn it! Like he he was he was too good for his own cause. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and like I looked at um, who was it Buzz the other day? He had top fifty players, and Adam Dewey wasn't wasn't in there. And I'm like, oh shit, really? that's that's yeah. stupid. I was like, you know, he when when he's on, he's on, and yeah, you were right. He was a bit of a, a victim of his own sort of, um, you know, too good. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. The Tigers, they got a few headaches. You know, they've got a few headaches already in the offseason. Yeah. Imagine what it's going to be like. You know, um, four or five rounds in, and they're you know one and four or zero oh and five or something like that. It's just just going off that. How how long do you think Madge has? <laughs> That's tough one. Okay, if we go on zero and five, like you said. Yeah, go zero and five. Even like, you know, they'd have to go on a tear to um, get any sort of, you know, uh, resemblance back. Like, you know, after wins five or six straight. Yeah, the season's almost done. Yeah, yeah, if if they go on and five. So he's probably the most under pressure. Um, As much as like, and there's so much media coming out saying like, Shane, they're trying to get Shane Fleming in a job there. There's, you know, trying to get out of Madge. So that's that's now. That's already happening, you know, yeah. all in the off-season before the ball's even kicked next year. So they've got to put up with four months or five months of that shit. Then a bad start is not going to be, you know, it's not good for any coach really, but he yeah. is, you know, he needs to come out and win, you know, four four out of the first five games to... Was, was it Nathan Kalis that signed as their assistant coach? Yeah, yep, Nathan Kalis. Yeah, well, Nathan Kalis might be... Uh, he's a smart star there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been coaching reserve grades. So, who knows, maybe an opportunity for him. Just there's so much, There'll be so much media speculation if he's not performing. So, 100%.
Yeah. Mate, let's uh, move over to the Eels. Yeah, the, this week, Freed Marnie's been in the news for um, possibly chasing a big payday. Um, could you see that as uh, a Dolphins target? Um, I know there's a massive shortage of decent hookers at the moment. Um, he's definitely up there in the top echelons of hookers. Do you think that he will stay or go? I, I think you'd be silly uh, not to entertain an offer from Redcliffe, no matter who you are. Mm. Uh, for the reason being, it just gives you that extra, you know, um, uh, extra bargaining chip in your in your negotiations. So, um, but I think Reed, like, if, if he sort of looks back, he goes, "I've been playing my best footy under under Para. We're so close. Um, you know, they're a top four side almost every year. Uh, they're so close to going that extra step. If he was there at the end of last season, you know, what could have happened there? Um, so yeah. that's in the back of his head." You know, go and do a fresh new club. You start almost from the beginning. He knows he's probably not going to play finals for a couple of years. Um, that'll hurt his state of origin chances. So mm. sometimes, like, um, you know, you might entertain it just to try and boost up your value and make yeah. Parramatta pay, pay a little bit more. You'd be silly not to if you're any player. Um, but I would, you know, for him, look at sort of sticking around at Parramatta because with him there, if he has a full season. Uh, they're bringing a few others, a few, you know, maybe center or something. They, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna um, fight for that top four spot again. He was yeah. sensational last year. Like he was so <laughs> unlucky because he would, he would have played Origin footy. Yeah, easily. exactly. So you know, that's in the back of your head too. Like I was, you know, this close to making my debut for, um, for Queensland, um, yeah. and you know, I, I could play there for a few more years if if I stay here. If you, like. You go to Redcliffe, you're going to be like Queensland's son as well. Like, so you know, there's no stopping making his, um, you know, going to play for Queensland if he goes up to Redcliffe. But I just think, you know, you're in a pretty good system there. You're going to consistently be playing finals footy. Probably better for your career to stay there. Do you, do you think they can hold him? Obviously, because Gutho wants more money. Um, they're probably under a fair bit of salary cap pressure. That, yeah, they got point. Moses, who's a big chunk of money. They got Papa Lee as well, who's just got an upgrade of by about 500k. Like, there's so a lot put, of salary pressure there. So, they've lost Jennings, he would have been on a bit. Like, yeah. Ferguson, like, yeah. I don't know what he he wouldn't have been on too much, but like, you yeah. know, there's that money as well. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't even know like what he was on and what he'd be asking for. Is he, yeah, when's his um deal up is at the end of he he, he can start negotiating november mm. 1st can't he? yeah that's right yeah yeah that's and right he's gonna probably warrant a, um, a decent payday yeah 100%. um yeah look I, th- I think they can like um i haven't had a look over their full roster but they've lost a couple of big names with a couple of big pay packets so i think they can um i don't know whether you know gutho is getting or even if he's asking what he what they say he's asking yeah. um so it'd be interesting um i sp- this come November with Redcliffe in the in the situation, there's going to be so many players with so oh, many different. Right. Going to be, every every manager is going to be wanting. Oh, they're going to go to Redcliffe if, if they don't get X. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's what I've just, it's going to be just probably one of the crazy, craziest Novembers we, we've had in in rugby league for yeah. a long time. I've, I've just heard Brandon Smith's looking for offers. He's managed yeah. email and all the clubs to put their best offers out, which is. Yeah, quite interesting. It's quite so. ironic. Uh, you know, the, the one player that I... Yeah, you're no, right. Just, just they said um, Harry Grant, He the Storm had activated their mutual option for him because he was mm. a big target for, for Redcliffe. Yeah, all that. 
as far as I know, that's a mutual option. So he can, uh, I'm, he has to agree to what Melbourne are saying as well. So yeah, if he doesn't, then he can still get out of that. So I don't know how, you know, how much Melbourne saying they've locked him up. Um, mm. He might, he might be still a target as well. So mm. interesting to see what will happen. Yeah, being a um, a hooker shortage. One player that left the NRL, Matt Parcell, and now he's playing over at Hull. Mate, he was a fantastic young hooker from Queensland, Ipswich. He's only 28. They they could pick him up really relatively cheap and throw him on a roster. He'd easily fit back into an NRL team. And so many players that go over there come back um, with that experience. You know, yeah, yeah. Go over in their 20s either and come back like – um, so yeah, and there's so many like um, Queensland Cup players that aren't aren't getting talked about either. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, you might not need a big name hooker. You, you do need some big names, and it's like in the halves, um, you know, a prop here and there. You need some big names to attract other big names. Mm. But you know, maybe you don't need a um, a big name hooker. Maybe you don't need like a Brandon Smith or um, Harry Grant or Reed Marnie. Maybe just don't pay. Maybe. Just don't pay an edge uh, an edge player one point three million. Yeah, Dave McPeter. For those who don't know, yes, <laughs> rocks up half the year. To them, you. Um, let's talk about the Broncos now with Adam Reynolds. Um, do you think they'll make the eight? And Cobo, we believe he should start at fullback. We think he's going to be an absolute mm. freak. And you should either move to centres or wing if possible. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Cobo was outstanding. In, um, what's that? Uh, Queensland Cup. Queensland oh, Cup. Oh, oh, wow. Electric. Oh. Electric. I think he had so 17 not... tackle oh, breaks so... or 18 tackle breaks. So that's 270 metres. It's um, like a GI. He's so yeah, similar two, to Greg. Two line yeah, breaks and a charge. Large frame um, and, and just big upper body and just that huge strength. So, we, look, I think, he, yeah, he can play play football. Like, come straight in. Um, yeah. Well, Will they make the eight? That's a it's a big call considering they're on the right track. Um, mm-hmm. I think they they will they will compete a lot better than they did this year. I just think maybe they're one more year away. Um, yeah. Who else? Uh, I'm just trying to think of who else they got going there. So oh um. So they got yeah. Kate. Well, they got Branko Lee going there. Uh, Ryan got Stags back to full fitness. Yeah. Ryan James, yeah. Ryan yep. James and then you got Kelly play. and Gamble who are going to fill in somewhere. Yeah, oh, I love Tyson Gamble too. So mm. I think um, yeah, Adam Reynolds is a huge get. You know, I think he'd come out with a point to prove as well. Um, yeah. You know, with, with South letting him go and you know miss out in that in, on a grand final. So I think they're in for a big year. I, I won't say they're going to make the eight. I think it's too much of a big call. Yeah. Um, I think they'll compete. I think they'll they'll yeah. surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Adam Reynolds will be will be fucking pretty good. I think he'll be. He'll be awesome for that club. I think he'll bring a lot to the table. I think Kevy will love him. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who partners him, though, because I believe Staggs wanted to play the sixth role, but I don't know if he will. Um, I'd love to see Tyson Gamble at six. He runs the ball quite well. Um, he's just a tough competitor. What are your thoughts on that? I also like Abba Kelly. I think he's a very good, very good player. Um, what are your thoughts on the six for the Bronx? Yeah, I, I like Tyson Gamble. I think he's um, that that four, like you've got Adam Reynolds there. He can he can organise it. Just let let Tyson sort of run the ball, and he's got that fire. He's got that temper. He's got that you know grit about him. And I think I just love that. I love watching him play. Mm. I love 
him fire up. I know a lot of people were, you know, I'd post something about him firing up and people go, oh, I hate yeah. that. And I'm like, nah, that's what you want in a footballer. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see Tyson Gamble get first shot. I, would, I think he can he can do it. I'd rather see Katani Stag stay in the centres. He's devastating when he's there when he's on. Um, you know, he uh, if if he you know starts the season starts the season well, he's in contention for a New South Wales spot as well. So um, look, yeah, I would uh, I would stick with Tyson Gamble in the six and keep Tony Staggs at the um, in the centres. I could see um, Gamble as a 14, though. I, I, it's not out of the, the realm of possibility that he could fill in at the hooker and a half or play like a running lock sort of thing. So I think that's up in the air as well. Yeah, imagine yeah coming off the bench in that 13 role. Um, yeah. She's got, like I said, that fire about him, that toughness mm. too. So, um, and, and the speed, the quick, like, you know, you look at like a, you know, an old, like a um, Brad Fittler when he first moved to, yeah. to lock, mm. you know? So I'm not comparing him to Brad Fittler. Please don't come at me in the comments. <laughs> but, um, He'll take like, it. Yeah, a player, you know, like that, like the, the style that he plays, and I think that's the style he plays. So, you know, yeah, 14 would be would be good too. Um, who are you thinking if you if you put him at 14? Who would you play at six? Albert Kelly. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, Moscow? I was. Otherwise, I'd go Stags because they're pretty heavy in the centres at the moment. They've got well, they've got Farnworth, Brenko yeah. Lee, Lee. Tessie yeah. Niu. They've got so many centres now. You got Kirk Hatewell, who's the second row, but can play centre as well. So yeah, that's true. He wouldn't be full time centre, but you know, you fill in there if if um, Stags goes there. So yeah, mate. Let's talk Sharks. Hines, McInnes, Fanukin, mate. They've done some bloody business. Um, They've uh, come out this week and said that they're going to build the team around Hines and the style of play. Um, what? How, how do you think that's going to go down and who's going to half pair him? Um, you got Moylan there, someone else that can fill in? Yeah, look, um, I read uh, what Craig Fitzgibbon come out and, and said yep. and back Hines. And he was like, um, you know, he's, he, we signed him as a half. He's going he's to play half. Uh, I love like what they've done. I like I, I love it and I hate it because I'm a I'm a Dragons man, so I hated yeah, seeing okay. this guy. Uh, yeah, and seeing I saw him in a shirt today and I just wanted to throw up. Um, <laughs> like, How's he looking? Oh, mate, his guns are fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. off season. Yeah, all so, upper body. <laughs> yeah. Um. So look, yeah, they, they've recruited so well, and Craig Fitzgibbon, he's just he even said like you know there was a couple of things that he didn't. He didn't want to become a first-grade coach too early, and he thinks this is the right time. Um, they've got the right squad that, you know, Dale Finucane and, and yeah. Nick Hines is sensational. And Cameron McInnes, like, you know, people forget he was um, pushing for a New South Wales berth a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, that's a magnificent signing. Um, part do you think he heart- plays nine? Do you think he plays nine because Finucane's there now? Or do you reckon Finucane goes into, into prop? And McInnes goes to thirteen. They're lacking props, aren't they? Yeah, with um, uh, Brayley there, I just yeah, I that's think, right. You know, as, as good as Cameron McInnes is as a um, as a hooker, when he played lock for us, um, you know, the tackles he was making, the the meters he was making, it was mm-hmm. it just seemed so right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. Yeah, look, how they play and where they play him. I think they keep Braley there and they play him in lock and, and they fit Finucane in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, I think the new hard. rules will favour McInnes in oh, lock. Absolutely, yeah. He can, you know, 
Um, look at the style that Victor Radley brings to the Roosters. Yeah. Yes, know. good comparison. Yeah. Another yeah. one's Connor Watson, Scotty's Scotty's oh, boy. Yeah. Probably oh, Connor, mate, I'm, I'm fucking yeah. fume and we let him go. Oh, yeah. I think that's probably the better sign. comparison is Cameron Kinnis to, to Connor Watson, what they play. Um, mm. yeah, just that the tough, get into all the hard yards, but can still ball play, can still, you know, play at the back um, while, you know, and run the ball. So uh, I'd play him at 13, keep Braley at nine, and just fit Finucane. Finucane can play in the prop. I know they've got a, you know, yeah. you guys there. They, they've lost Aaron Woods. Um, yeah, definitely so a spot they, there. I think Rudolph may start in the props as well. So, yeah. Yeah, you just, fit him in. you just fit him in. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think it really matters what number you put on his back. You can put eight on McInnes's back, and it won't. He'll he'll mm. play that role. Yeah, exactly. He wants to play yeah. footy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I hope I hope they play him at thirteen because I think that's where he plays his best footy. Mm. Now let's talk about the Bulldogs. Now let, let's talk. We know Burton's gone. We know Adokar, TBJ. Now the one that I want to talk about is Dufty, because Dufty's Dufty's an interesting one. I, I I personally think he's going to have an exceptional year. He's on a one-year contract. He has to have a good year to stay there. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Dino? I I agree. I don't know why we got rid of him. Um, mm. before, yeah, you know uh, he didn't sort of fit well with the team. There was talk of him, you know, uh, being a bit of a big noter or, or whatever. And I don't I, I don't know if that's true, but um, I think, yeah, you're signing for that one year. Any player that signs for one year is got to come out and play. You know, they've got to oh, come out. for everything, man. Yeah. And as much as they mightn't say it happens, when a player's on a contract year, they play outstanding. Like, yeah. they, they, you know, they're trying to get that money for the for the next contract. So I think he is. It just depends on, what you know, where, where they're going to play him. Like, they're going to play in 14. They're going to play in fullback. Um just don't know like what they're what they're going to do with him, how much game time he's going to get. Um, but when he does, he's on. So it just, um, I, I hope he does. Like I love him as a player. I hated seeing us get rid of him. I want to see him have a big year. I think he's really a, a talent that is just waiting to explode. Like he showed signs of it with us. And I think you know, given given time, and I think under Barrett, he might you know go a lot better than what he was with us. I think you yeah, there at the rain realms as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just give him guidance. time, give him time, let him play, and um, you know, he's a bit of a confidence player as well. Oh, so, it's a shame. Um, you know, I I'm really excited for him. Uh, do do right. you reckon they'll slide up near the eight? Obviously, there's some massive signings. I I, I had him predicted ninth. I, yeah, I think ninth was where they'll I'm go close. close. They've almost got a whole new team. Um, yeah, you know, you look at all the all these sign, all these ones coming in, but you know, have they still have they got the right players in the right positions yet? You know, they got their half sorted out, they got their their nine sorted out. So, yeah, well, where's Avarillo going to play? Like he had his best season last year, he was absolutely killing right. it, and he's a running he's a running half like half, like he's a six. You yeah, know, you can't you can't have Burton and Avarillo playing six because they're too much the same. You know, so. Obviously, he might have to play that fourteen role, or he may have to go into the centres. Um, and then he's a bit small for the centres. Yeah, so I, do I. So. I went out last year and said they'd make the eight, and you know, didn't work, <laughs> didn't work out from the end. But um, look, I yeah, I'm not going to say it again. I don't. I think they'll uh, they'll be a, a Bronco. Broncos and them will probably be fighting for that 
around that ninth, tenth spot, mm-hmm. uh, and and could be fighting for the eight. But I'm not going to be as bold and say they're going to make the eight this year. Yeah. You watch them now, they can make top four. Or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it could happen, yeah. mate. Yeah. Let's 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 talk about your boys, Dragons. You got Goz, Moga, Woods, Burgess, and Byron Sewer. Is there's there's last year and this year there's sort of like a pattern occurring where there's blokes who are sort of gone out of their contracts, they've fallen out of favour with their team and ended up at the Dragons. Um, how's Griffin going to turn them around? Well, that's a million dollar question, isn't it? And this whole money ball thing that got flying around, they they throw out every every couple of weeks. Look, it's just anyone, anyone's available, anyone that's cheap, anyone that you can get for half price or you know out of a contract, he wants to he wants to um, take on. I think the, this, you know, he'll have to. He's gotten rid of a few players. Um, he's bought in, you know, uh, the players that sort of he wants now. So this is his year to to do something. Um, I'm not. I won't be very confident in saying that we will do much this year, um, but I just think you've got too many players, too many players that have been let go, too many players that are now coming in. Yeah, it's hard to build that culture around and build that consistency. Mm. Um, so he's he's one of the we talk, spoke about like coaches on the you know next coach to be sack market. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure, for sure. You know. They've got to start strong, and like we did last year as well. And then, um, what was it? The barbecue gate, and we didn't win a game from then. Um, Seems to be the theme of the dragons. They start very well, and they fucking fade off. Like yeah, the first after after the good old five, yeah, five or six living rounds, up, and then living up to that again. So, <laughs> yeah, Benny Hunt's at, huge. Yeah, and like you know, who's going to play six? That still hasn't been sorted out. Um, is this you know? Uh, is it Mumbai? Is Mumbai playing six? Oh, like, fuck, mate. it's <laughs> who? Who are you going to play there? Am and then I, who's who's, who's stepping like, up to fill um, Vaughn's shoes? Have we got Burgess yeah. or Woods? Please, like they're nowhere near as good as bloody Paul Vaughn. I, I actually I, like yeah, Burgess is okay. He's still coming off that hip though. Like he, mm. um, he had a. I don't know, restructured hip or something. And then you've got um, Aaron, Aaron Woods. I actually, I'm probably one of the ones that say I don't mind an Aaron Woods signing, especially for one year. He's young mm. enough. I think he's 31. He might be 32 when the season kicks off. Another player, like a one-year contract, he's going to be playing for that, what could be his final contract. Um, and when he was at the Sharks, like I did, the, I know stats aren't everything, but I did the stats on him with... Um, Advantage runs, so runs that mm-hmm. you like eight or more meters, and yep. he was in the top, top five of props. So, yeah. like, oh, wow, you know, okay. yeah, little little things like that that you, um, you know, might need to speed up his play of the ball or something like that. But his runs when he when he ran that they, they were you know um, you, you know he's gaining an advantage than more than more than majority of the other players in in the NRL. So, yeah, I think he he's probably coming out. He'll come out and show some people. Um, I think it's a pretty good signing, um, but yeah, I just I'm still not confident. I haven't got the greatest confidence in it. You've actually, you've actually, the Dragons actually have a, a good couple of young players there, but whether or not they can keep them is 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 the issue. Like you got yeah, a, Sullivan, you got Amone there, who oh, really Sullivan's awesome. It. Yeah, they just need Sloan as well. Yes, yeah, Sloan, uh, that's the one. He'll, he'll slot in the fullback. Yeah. 
So, but it's like, you know, these guys, you got Cody Ramsey on the wing. Um, Jackson Ford, where's he? Is he, do you reckon he'll get a kick? Yeah, surely. Sure. Yeah, a few more, um, few more games this year. Look, yeah. I just, um, I think that these guys coming in, they're going to push for spots. You know, um, Moga, Woods, yeah. Burgess, they're all on one year deals. They're going to want to, you know, obviously try and prove themselves. So they're going to put pressure on some of these other guys to, to go out and perform as well. And that, that can that'll work hopefully. Yeah. Um, push these guys to to go a bit harder. Um, yeah. So ho- hopefully you know. Um, again, it's one of those things where if we start well, we get that confidence behind us. We can probably do some things, but you know, if we start bad, then you know, the the media is going to be out for for Hook's head. So I think it's all going to come down to Ben Hunt and how well he starts. Yeah, yeah. like mate, he's got heart. Like he played. Mm. Played on with a broken arm. Played on with a broken leg. Like, it's tough so yeah, he's the heart and soul of the team at the moment. Mm, he really is. He just needs that support around him. Yeah. Now let, let's let's move on to the storm. Um, do you think they're favourites? Um, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty set on saying that after this whole scandal with obviously the bags and. Um, and whatnot, and, and the media absolutely smashing Cameron Munster, Brent Smith, and uh, Lewis. I honestly reckon Munster's going to have a, have a big year. Uh, I think he's one of those players that wants poke to the bear. wrong. Yeah, they've sort of poked the bear, and he's going to go, oh, well, fuck you, folks. Like, fuck you. I'm going to fucking I'm gonna have a belt a year. Uh, what do you think, Dina? Oh, I wouldn't like this. We have this uh, tip and comp. Um, mm. which you gotta you gotta pick a team at the start of the year in all these different sports, uh, AFL, NRL. You just gotta pick them at the start of the year. I, you take the storm almost every time because they're guaranteed almost to be in the top four. They're probably yeah. going to be in the final four in the preliminary final. So you know the points awarded for premiers, runners up, all that sort of stuff it goes down. So I'm almost guaranteed points every year. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be up there. I think they're second favorite in the betting. Um, I think. Joel, Joel, I was speaking to Joel Kane. He said, um, we've been a player almost every year for the last three years. I can't think of who it was before Tom Dvojevic last year, but they have an incident, they'll get off the piss and they'll just blitz it. Yeah, you look well, at, there you go. As much as, like, you know, he turned up to Origin, hung over, and fucking got man of the series, he's uh, he's off the piss and he's going to be off the piss for probably, you know, a good portion of the year. I think he'll, he'll come out and, and fire and have a huge year and set them up. And like you know, they won what seventeen straight this year. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. You know, one game, you know, six points away from um, a grand, another grand, back-to-back grand finals. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, they, they, they'll be up there. They'll they'll finish in the top four again. Um, mm-hmm. and they'll push for it. I, I think they're even like you look at the players they've lost. They they'll lose um, like Dale Finuk and Nico Hines, but they they lose players. They'll bring in average Joes, turn them into you know. Edge superstars, so yeah, absolutely. The the next Dallas Johnson's in the waiting. Oh, yeah. You know, if I was a player and they said you can go to Redcliffe for a million dollars, or you can go to the Storm for five hundred thousand, I'd almost go to the Storm every day of the week. A hundred percent. If I'm yeah. a young player, I would because you know if you you know touted as oh you might play Origin if you if you go all right, I'm going there because you're going to be seen every every week. Yeah. Uh, and the the way that Bellamy can turn a player from not a bum, but you know, just an average Joe to you know, Origin superstar is just phenomenal. So, yeah, 
Not, not oh, hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. Mates, um, yeah, so Cowboys, they're uh, looking for a new house pairing, Hiku, Townsend. Did and drink water. They're all they're all up there now. Who's um, who do you who are you liking to lead the uh, the pack there? Pray I actually like. What's that? Sorry. Pray yeah. for the Cowboys. Yeah, Pray seriously. Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Look, um, I um I don't mind um I don't mind Chad Town the Chad Townsend sign. I know like he cops a lot of flack, but uh, I think up there he um he'll be a player like that. He's an old head now. He's like thirty. Won a premiership. Been a few a couple of like he's been at the the Warriors and the Sharks, so I, I think um you know I think he'll be the player that sort of step up and go right I can you know lead these young guys around some of the young guys around him, um and, and push I'm not sure like who are their uh, five eight options? So you got uh, drink water, yeah, drink yeah. water, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah so, those two. Yeah, I think like you know and chuck drink water in there. Um, I I think yeah they're, they're not going to push for a Top eight spot too no. much, I think. But uh, if I'm if I'm the coach, I'm putting putting Chad Townsend and, and Scotty Drinkwater in there, and, and you know, tell them to go out and 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 lead. So I think Ch- Chad Townsend will be the the guy to, to help them. Toddy Payton's actually he, he's actually a good coach. Like he's the poor bastard. He's been thrown in the deep end to sort of you know clean out the club and and get you know some players to the club. Um, it'll be quite interesting to see how he goes to start off the season as well because he could be another one of those coaches that could be uh, on the spectrum spectrum of getting sacked as well. He might be his own worst enemy because he's not fucking playing Town Malolo over 65-plus <laughs> minutes. Like, it's just stupid. Like, the, way, the way they manage that was just atrocious. Like, they yeah. – he, I know they're trying to, you know, his, his, thing, his thoughts were – we need to keep this guy around and longevity, burn, yeah. yeah, burn him out. But you've got basically the one of the best forwards in the game, a Dalian medalist, a couple of mm. years ago, just letting loose, just you know, play. I'm sure he's going to put his hand up and say, "Hey, I'm I'm struggling." Okay, we'll we'll, we'll cut your cut your minutes down every That's now right. and then. Put Cotter in, yeah, yeah. So I just yeah, they they fuck that up royally. So yeah. Mm. Hopefully they look at that, you know, over the off season. And go, look, we we fucked that up. We need to we need to fix it and just go back to what he was doing a couple of years ago. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Now let's talk about the NRL roast. Where did it start? What was the idea of it? We obviously got a massive fucking following now. We're killing it. Um, what are your secrets? <laughs> secrets. I can't give you too, give away too many secrets. Yeah. Um, now, um, looks great oh, yeah. content. Just started out of out of boredom, really. Um, I, uh, I I worked in uh, hospitality and and um, banking. I did. Uh, yep. I was a bank manager, so I did finance for about ten years. Um, had my youngest daughter um, in two thousand twelve, and I was like, I just I wanted to take some time off and spend some time with her as she was growing up. I didn't want to miss too much, and the wife wanted to go back to work, so I was a bit of a stay at home dad, and. Uh, I obviously got bored with that a little bit too. Like you can mess around with the kids, but there are some times you can, you know, get creative and stuff. And I've seen a lot of these, you know, Bleacher Report and a lot of these pages doing these memes and stuff. And it's like, oh, I reckon, you know, I sort of like that and I want to do a bit of video production. Mm. So I started doing some stuff, messing around with it and sent some stuff into a few pages and uh, a couple of them hit. And I was like, oh, maybe I've got a bit of a knack for this. So 
you know, started my own page. Um, you know, I, I was working for a few other, or not working, I was contributing to a few other pages and then I was like, oh, I'm getting sick of this. I wanted to do, you know, the ideas that I had, they weren't really taken on board. So I was like, I'll do it for myself. And mm-hmm. yeah, it started on Facebook. Uh, it, yeah. was, it was big in 2017 and uh, sort of didn't really worry about Instagram too much. I'll just post on Facebook and then just throw it over to Instagram. But then Instagram sort of took off and uh, it moved away from just, you know, people uploading photos on holidays to mm. being more, um, you know, updates and, and funny videos and things like that. It was more than just photos. So, you know, I started doing more on Instagram than Facebook and that's where it blew up is, is Instagram sort of helped. Wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I remember the early days with, with Facebook, well, the first two years I went from zero to like 60,000 in a couple of wow. years. Jesus Christ. People just love that humor stuff. And I was like looking around at all these other NRL pages and it was, I thought it was boring sort of stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh, I think I can do a little bit better. I wasn't like, that's not me being arrogant. I was just like, oh, I sort of see the same stuff every week. I'm like, yeah. I think I can do it different, whether it works or not. And it just happened to work. It was like sort of a fresh, fresh take on things. And I was always inspired by Bleacher Report and all those sort of videos. They, they do like at the end of games, they do funny videos with head swaps and all that. And I was like, no one's really doing that in the NRL, so started doing that and and yeah, it just took off. People got behind it, and you know when when you start getting a bit of a roll on, you go okay, I can keep doing it. It's sort of tough if you're doing it, slogging it out, and no one's sort of taking notice. You yeah. sort of feel like, oh, do I keep on going? But I was lucky enough that from day dot, I was doing it. People got people got behind it, so it encouraged mm. you to keep on going. But yeah, yeah. Now, so just, are, are you... yeah, just out of boredom, just out of boredom, just you know, wanted to get creative. Sometimes I'm sitting at home, the brain's just ticking over with all these different ideas. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I it's great to... gear, it's great I gear. If you haven't to... seen it, jump on, jump on the NRL roast, it's fantastic. Yeah, cool. Now, do you, have, do you have relationships with some of the players as well? Obviously, I've seen Damien Cook comment on a few things and a, and a few other players as well. Yeah, look, they a lot of them do get behind it, and yeah. Um, they're the ones that you sort of latch on to. Like, you know, there's characters in the game, like, you know, the Cheese, Munster, um, mm. you know, Cookie, all those sort of guys. And so, you know, when when they're in the comments and, and talking about different stuff, then you go, okay, we can get behind these guys. We can start making content around them and, um, you know, they'll engage with it. And there's some other guys that, you know, don't. They hate it. Um, you know, there's players that have inboxed me just going, like, I don't like this, bro. So you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> You know, I've been blocked by a few players, and I'm like, I don't even know why. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're like, just a dog. You're a yeah, dog, mate. Harden <laughs> up, you mongrels. Mate, Paul Gallon inboxed me calling me a coward once, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, no worries. So, um, yeah, with, with certain certain ones you just go, okay, cool. My my um, sense of humor doesn't. And when we first started, we were, when I say we, it's just me, but I always say we. Um, when I first started, it was. Um, we, yeah, I called the roast. We were roasting players. We were, you know, taking yeah. pieces of them. But we were doing it in a way which was, if you're in a if you're in a footy club and you're sitting in the sheds and your mate fucks up on the field, yeah, it's this banter. Out. Yeah, but in saying that, like you know, people see it from an outside source. They go, I don't like this. If it was their own player doing it, they'd laugh it up. They'd be like, Yeah, that's cool. But coming mm. from the outside, they might, you know, be a bit hesitant. I understood that. And then we became. You know, it became this huge, you know, has a huge following, has a fair amount of influence. Like sometimes I'll put something out and I'll forget that, you know, the amount of people it can reach. I've mm. got, to be, you've got to be careful with what you say and what you do now. 
when I first yeah. started, it was, it was just no hold barred. We were, you know, taking the mickey out of everyone. Um, I brought up, someone actually asked me, they said, you know, have you ever had, like, what's your biggest sort of meme that you've ever done? And it was, um, I was talking to uh, Nathan Peets a couple of years oh, ago, yeah. he serial tweeter, and um, he he made his origin debut. And then um, after the series, a team played the Bulldogs and they got beat by 50. And I just put up a fake tweet, which was Nathan Peets, like his header. And it was, haven't seen the dogs get pounded that hard since I roomed with Mitchell Pierce in origin. <laughs> and <laughs> I posted that up as a, as a fake tweet. Triple M, Fox Sports, they all picked it up as a real tweet. And they were like, oh, Nathan had to come out and post a tweet saying, hey, there's this uh, tweet going around. It is funny, but it's not me. And so when he said, oh, it was funny, I was like, okay, cool. At least I've got sort of his, his um, blessing that it's okay. But yeah. um, it, it was like huge. And I was like, I could, probably couldn't do that now because. Yeah, no. You people were following. Yeah, and, and people might pick it up and, and you know, go, oh, you know, they've really done this. And, and it's, the world's changed a little bit now. Like it's not. Yes. We're all a little bit too sensitive. And as much as I like to push the button at the same time, I don't want to piss off a player. I don't want like mm. intentionally. Um, you know, if if they don't like something, hopefully they'll just come to me and go, "Hey, I don't like that. Do you mind not doing it?" Or like, yeah, no worries. But yeah, sometimes you just got to be a little bit careful now. Like, yeah, the old days were a, it was a bit more healthy leather. Mate, just going back to Paul Paul Gallen, you missed your payday. You could have called him out six by two, mate. <laughs> I just get on Instagram now. I should call him. Out. I'll take it. Yeah, get rid of Alloy. Eh? I'll um, I'll take him up. <laughs> absolutely i I actually thought about that once i was talking to um i was talking to a guy i was like oh imagine like there was a a thing where um paul gallon takes on a troll and it was like i I built it up and i said like maybe get a hold of gal and say hey let's tee up this fight where you you know you box me for a round but i'll just go at you go at you go at your twitter and you just come back come back build it up and finally you just go okay well i'll jump in the ring for 10 grand if you do it then paul and like he could go, yeah, well, let's do it, and, and jump in and do it for charity. I was like, mm. man, one touch from him, he'd fucking kill me. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he would. He's got some heavy hands, that bastard, yeah. and he's got a fucking solid head too. So you hit him, and he fucking doesn't feel it. So yeah, I know. So that would be quite interesting. But I did miss um, a payday. I reckon I could get. I can reckon I can get something out of him. Mm. Now, now, do you, this is one question I want to ask. Now, do you, like obviously you got a massive following now. Do you get paid to run that page now or do you get paid for your content? Or... We still got your day job? Yeah, you still got your day job. No, so um, well, I do have a day job, but I run a business for myself now, which is a, yeah. a content business. So I yeah, do, okay. um, I do uh, content, I contract out to companies to run social media accounts. Mm. Um, and it just allows me to do the NRL roast on the side as well. But still, awesome. it's still classed as a hobby. Um they're, you know, I've done I've done things, uh, promos and stuff for for the page. Like we recently did one with with Domino's. I just reached out to him and said, "Hey, I'd love to do like a um, what's your favourite uh, footy pizza?" Because I'm like, you mm. know, when you're watching footy, when you're watching the footy, you have a few beers and you have a bit of pizza. Mm. I was like, oh, you know, if you want. And they said, "Yep, um, we'll give away a hundred pizza vouchers." I was like, sweet. So I didn't ask for any money from them, but it allowed me to give up to hundred vouchers to, to the fans. So yeah. you know, anyone that interacted with the content might have been in the chance to win a win a pizza voucher. So I can do stuff like that, which allows me to give back to the fans, give them some give them some um, some stuff. Um, while I'm running my business and, and doing that on the side, then you know that's you know paying for my bills, 
I get to run the content. I get to do it as That's a side hobby. So, and I'm starting to bring out. I've been doing merch for the last few years, just little novelty t-shirts and things like that. I'm mm. starting to go into branded stuff with uh, the roast. I've always thought like, I don't know, like if people get around like a roast shirt or whatever, like yeah. a shirt with a player or um, something funny from a footy game. Mate, you need the you need the old um, Cosmo Kramer with the the chicken, but it's your face with the with the little chicken wing <laughs> yeah. waving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, yeah, you look at Blake in a bar and like Hello Sports podcast, they fucking sell heaps of merch. Yeah, yeah. And the, the thing though is with them, that you know, their um, faces front, like they're, they're always in the front, they're always um, in front of a camera doing their podcast and things like that. Yeah. I'm always content, so I'm always behind a computer. Sure. A lot of people don't see this, you know, beautiful mug of mine. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, so it's a bit hard to sort of push, you know. Who are you supporting? You're supporting mm. this page, this brand, where those guys, you're, you're supporting Denon, you're supporting, um, yeah. you know, Tom and Eddie, you, you know, you look at the guru, you know. Yeah. He bought that merch, you're supporting, you know, Nath or, or Guru. Yeah. Um, so these guys have that face. So I'm starting to do that. I'm like, okay, well, I might, you know, start to do a bit of podcasting, a bit of video so people get to see the face a bit more. Sure. So they might be more inclined to, to purchase, you know, branded merch. Um, but also in saying that, I've, I've always um, wanted to use that as an avenue to give back to um, the players as well. So um, out here, I, I live out in the bush, Central West, and, and the bush clubs out here are doing it tough. So if I can bring out merch that, you know, maybe I can donate some stuff to them. Mm. I looked at my junior club, you know, getting some shoulder pads and um, tackling bags for them and things like that. Yeah. If I can use that oh, that's them, awesome. Yeah. Give back to them, then that's, that's the position I'm in to do that. So... Um, I'm not too big on, oh, I want to sell out. I want to, you know, promote um, things just for the sake of getting money. I don't, at the moment, I don't need to. I'd rather, you know, that's why I love getting on here with you guys. Um, you know, if I can do something for you guys and help you guys out to promote you, you're, you're the ones that are doing the, the content, the hard content, you know, doing a podcast, um, sacrificing your time to for the better of the NRL community and the fans. So if I can help you guys out as well. Yeah, we appreciate it, mate. What so that leads on to the next question about ambitions and where you want to take the NRL Rose to in the future. Um, mate, the the world's your oyster with your content. So where do you see it going in the next five to ten years? Um at the moment is you've got mainstream media is never going away. There's always gonna be your Fox Sports, mm. always gonna be channel nine. We can't, you know, they're not going you can't get rid of them, right? So there's always going to be them. And then I think the next level is um, uh, player-run media. So you have Bloke in a Bar, YKTR Sports, those sort of guys. Mm -hmm. Then I think it's fan-run media, and that's where I sit. And I think there's there's so many, like, um, you know, fan-run sites, um, websites, podcasts, all those sort of things. So I want to sort of help those guys to come up and Mm. and compete with with some of these other big guns. Um, so that's, you know, I'm in a, hopefully in a position where I can do that and bring some other guys along, uh, promote them, get them big so that people don't have to rely on mainstream media to, to get their source of information. Hopefully some of these guys, you know, that dedicate their time can get players on. Like you guys are getting players on, Guru's getting yeah. players on, um, all these other podcasts, these small ones that pe- a lot of people don't hear about. They're getting mm-hmm. players on, talking to them. Um, if I can help promote them, then I think that there's an avenue. There's there's this line of fan run media which is going to explode in the next few years. Mm, uh, yeah, that's where I've always sat. I've always wanted. To, I don't want to be 
a Fox Sports. I don't want to be a huge network or anything like that. I just yeah. want to be the guy that is a fan. Like I've always said, I'm a fan. I run, like I run it as a fan. I post what the fans want to see. And hopefully, you know, other fans want to engage with it and, and come along. So, I mean, oh, yeah, you're speaking out language. That's it. Like, as a, as a fan of the game, and Scotty and I are the same, like, we're just average blokes. And, um, yeah. yeah, we and speak the all the same fan. language. We're just bloody blokes. Um, but, yeah, you're right. The mainstream media, that, that following's diminishing pretty quickly. In the last like couple of years, like everyone's a little bit disenchanted with um, what they're producing. So, yeah, blokes like um, yourself and Guru and uh, all the big boys that you mentioned, they're just growing, growing immensely. Yeah. And I think it's got a lot to do with the players getting behind it as well. Um, yeah, sure, sure. Like we're not always going to be like this. The player-run media, uh, majority of it's going to be all positive. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always going to talk about the good things that they're doing and that – we definitely need more of that. If you look at the mainstream media, it's not that. It's, you know, you know, where's um, where where's where are people getting angry? What are they getting angry talking about? Well, that's what they'll talk about. Yeah. Um, whereas us, it's more, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, there is that avenue. We the fan run media can do that. We can talk about the controversies in the game. We can talk about the bad things because we mix it up with all the good things as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, and the, and the players get behind it. Um, so it's like. They're not getting behind the mainstream stuff. Yeah. See what they're doing. There's a lot of those pages that are now doing what the fans have been doing for the last five, you know, five six years on social media. Mm. They're just. But why would you get involved with the main? Why would you get into bed with the old the mainstream? You're just hamstrung on what you can say. Yeah. Yeah. Look at look at Finchie for example. Got you got you know fucked over by Channel Nine and headed to Fox Sports because it was a bit different. Like he added something. You know, he added a bit of humour. Same with the footy show, the fat, you know, yeah. he had, had a bit of humour and it wasn't, you know, they sort of got rid of him and, you know, he's just like, well, like, it's just ridiculous how society's, you know, becoming nowadays. Like, you I think now with, with social media, yeah. everyone's got a voice. It's mm-hmm. like, touche, touche. You know, who, who wants to, um, you know, when you look at like some of these big ones like Fox Sports Channel 9, like there's no person behind that. There's, like there is, there is a person behind it, but it's like, no one knows who that person is. They're never going to be. Mm. Oh, hey, I'm, I run the admin. I'm I'm on Fox Sports. It's mm. almost like people posting that, and they don't want to reveal because they don't want to say that they work for Fox Sports. Yeah. Uh, whereas fan run media and player run media, it's like we want these faces in front of these social media pages. We want people to be engaging with these, you know, humans. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to explode in a couple of years. Yeah. All right, mate. Last question: Premiers for 2022. There you go. Wow. You know, I've actually got money on the Chooks. 20 bucks on the Chooks. I'm going gonna, gonna to say they're going to go back to back. I think Penrith. Ooh, really? Yeah. I just, um, I I think the, all this stuff in the off season as well, you look at like um, last, they had that, you know, they choked in the grand final in, in 2020. That's mm-hmm. what they were talking about. There was all this pressure on them. Um, the the tide turned against them from being um, people were behind them in that grand final because they you know a lot of people didn't want to see Melbourne do it. Um, then the tide turned; they were against them because they were arrogant and they were celebrating too much, and they overcame that and got there and won mm-hmm. it. And now I think you know all this stuff in the off season. There's been the tide's turning against them, and I think they thrive on that being that yeah. underdog. Well, not underdog because they won't be the underdog. I think they're favourites again for the comp, but. 
they thrive on being almost the bad guy yes. when they're not. They're, they're the good guys. Like they, mm. you know, they do so much in the community. They, 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 you know, they just get a bad rap in the media. I think they thrive on that. So I'm gonna, yeah. I think they'll do it. I think they'll do it again. That's a funny way to say the Cowboys, but um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, really appreciate your fucking time. You've been absolutely unreal. Um, thanks for all of the, your knowledge on the uh, NRL and, um, and and your career on, on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, thanks, Dino. And make sure you jump over to NRL Roast on uh, Instagram and Facebook and give him a follow. It's fucking fantastic. Thanks for listening to another episode of the official Big Stiff podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Hey, um, Scotty, you there, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm here. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Just type in at the Big Stiff Podcast and you should find us there. Okay, thanks. Bye, guys.